This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. This is the Blue Man Group. everybody my name is ronnie ecstasy and this is blue men group per usual as always i'm with my co-hosts devin welsh and john bedron thank you hey, so much for having us lads that's a good intro you sound like you're waking me up for like breakfast i am the way you wake well, yeah wakey wakey eggs and bakey or something but um john you said you had a rough sleep uh last night i apologize for that rough sleep Thank you. It um, was your I fault. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> he kept waking um, me you up are and showing me the news. Yeah, there's yeah, always exactly. breaking stories. Uh, and and I was like, Ron, save it for the morning. I, I don't want to deal with the news right now. I know there's a lot of news to cover, but we do this once a week. Yeah, I don't think the listeners realize we all sleep in a very large bed. It's kind of like uh, the old original 1970s version of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, where we all <laughs> sit in this news bed. And we have a ticker, an old-timey uh, news ticker at the end of the bed. Yeah. And, um, the old-timey news we, ticker is Charlie we, Bucket, and he comes to our bed with the news. Yeah, and, and yeah, our and feet are always, each other up our feet are always touching each other and stuff. It's, yeah. it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's weird. All right, everybody. Well, let's get right into it and uh, take a look at this, this, week, this week in history. August 1st, 1966. Charles Whitman goes on a shooting rampage at the University of Texas clock tower in Austin. With a high-powered rifle, he kills 14 people and wounds nearly three dozen others hours after murdering his wife and mother. The killing ends when police gun down Whitman 90 minutes after the siege at the clock tower began. Yeah. Uh, Charles okay. Whitman. Whitman. Charles Whitman was interestingly ahead of his time. <laughs> yeah is this the first school shooting yeah it seems like know. it well no that's not true there was an old-timey one in michigan in the 1800s that was uh very deadly hmm. but this yeah the clock tower shooting in austin very famous or the I event the event was ahead of its time in that like it was the f first major uh kind of uh, crazy shooting spree that was covered heavily by media and yeah. turned into this kind true. of cultural moment it was also ahead of its time because yeah. the clock was running fast that day at the clock tower. That's the actually what set him off. Hand. Yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to ring bells, not shoot bullets. Precisely That's what I always thought. Later, the cops shot him. They know exactly when that happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it seems as though uh, I know that Texas has a uh, strong gun culture, very uh, adamant about their, their right to bear arms well, yeah, down but there. This was also like, Must have been a bit confusing. What, what was it? uh 19 19 early like 1960s everyone, strong gun culture was like everywhere right like yeah 1966 uh, yeah so he w I, I don't know if he was listening to the beatles at the time i don't i'm un i'm trying to figure out why he was doing this I'm, either the beatles <laughs> the white or, album hadn't uh, come out yet so that's yeah. not that's not he a couldn't be saved by the summer of love maybe he was listening right, to revolver yeah, so, 
revolve. That's yeah, what that's I was thinking. Or rubber soul. Rubber soul. Is that he where, thought that that yeah. meant that people actually rubber had s- rubber souls, and that if he shot bullets into them, it wouldn't. Uh, they would just bounce off. Right. Of right. 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 I. It's I get that. that yeah. They found his manifesto, so, Charles Whitman, and then they they teach it in school now. Leaves of grass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wrong Sorry. Whitman. <laughs> that was his grandfather. Oh, it's okay. It, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, things took a really been, harsh uh, turn in the Whitman <laughs> family over just a couple of generations. <laughs> yeah, um, hook 'em horns. That's the uh, University of Texas's little uh, motto there. Uh, I have. A, I. I wonder what the the how they remember this. I mean, it's tough because the clock tower is going to be right in the middle of the campus. You're probably always going to have to look at it and be like, ah, yeah, not the best. Well, in 1966, everyone had to, things. between classes, or like every 15 minutes or so, go check what time it was by going mm-hmm. to the middle of campus. Yeah, that's true. And adjusting their, their yeah. clocks. Pocket watches. Really primitive technology yeah. at the time. Yeah. Pocket watches had been invented, but it hadn't gotten to Texas at that point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, the old sky watch, as they called it, uh, I call it a I call it a clock, but uh, clock tower actually. But some people call it the sky watch because that's where. Uh, how the fuck did he get up there? Is what I, I think want there to were know. stairs. That's a good Who, question. Was he? A, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's that makes the Do you think most he was sense. Doing this, uh, by the way, to impress Jodie Foster. Um, <laughs> we're not sure, but yes. he was doing it probably to impress somebody. Some um, yeah, some girl. Yeah. Some Jodie Foster-esque yeah, uh, I, figure on the campus. <laughs> yeah. We could we could look into his well, whole story and try to figure out who in... The motivation. Okay. Hit it. He had apparently an enormous like tumor in his brain. Uh-oh. Oh. I, I, and it was pressing on the urge to kill region that. of his brain. Well, they you know, they breed him bigger in Texas. Oh, my God. Okay, well, Mr. Whitman, Walt Whitman's grandson thank you no not thank you You, you're a terrible man well yeah you're you're a uh bad bad for the act the academy uh i don't think that this is what we had in mind when we were thinking about higher education uh let's go right into the news though because that that freaked me out i felt i felt uh i felt i got too close to the clock tower there but uh let's let's get in to the thickest part of the show What's in the news? All right, gang. So it's huge, huge, huge week for news. Um, yeah. If you remember, if you were listening closely last week, we talked about uh, condoms in in Tokyo, and uh, John said that these these uh, extremely thin condoms were a baggy fit, um, <laughs> which I thought was probably my favorite joke Thank of you. last week. This this what is my new joke? segment where I talk about my <laughs> favorite joke. Oh, that's sorry, I yeah, bought sorry, some not of those a joke. Ultra premiums, and they are a baggy fit. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. But okay, we have an, um, we have a, a crazy update. I think that maybe even is due to our reporting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, this is a good. I think so. Yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. This is a, so. This is a follow up, but but I do believe that this is because of our uh, stellar reporting. We got a headline here. It says 
Tokyo Olympics to be a dry event after organizers abruptly reverse course, which as if you if you're familiar with the Olympics, reversing course is the worst yeah. thing you can do in in yeah, any you're supposed uh, to athletic run along event. along the track in one direction if you turn around and start running the opposite direction, you're disqualified. <laughs> Disqual- yeah, that's D D N F did not finish. So, uh, organizers of the Tokyo Olympics abruptly reversed a decision announced the previous day to sell alcohol at Olympic venues following criticism from medical experts in ordinary Japanese. (laughs) So the ordinary Japanese are very upset about this along uh, arm in arms with medical experts. Uh, An interesting coalition. uh, (laughs) I know. Uh, The games games are due to start in one month's time despite calls for them to be canceled due to the pandemic. Organizers portrayed the decision as an antivirus measure. Uh, rest in peace, John McAfee. Uh, a, f- a weekend poll by the Kyoto News Agency found 86% of respondents believe that the games would spread the <laughs> coronavirus. But organizers also appear to be responding to charges of showing Olympic athletes and sponsors preferential treatment. Well, yeah, they should do. No they shit. should just lean into it this year. I mean, they're going to hold it. They're gonna have yeah. Olympics happen. They're gonna have yeah. to. And they pro- you know what? They're probably yeah. right. They probably will spread some coronavirus. So why not just turn it oh, into an time. Olympic event? Yeah. Why not just make super spreading? Spread more. More. Yeah. Exactly. Like competitive yep. spitting. Couldn't or, agree more. You know, talking loudly in a closed room. Yeah. Thon. Sneezing. This is the Olympics responding yeah. to you know today's realities. Right. The things I mean, that we like, can okay, compete. So, yep. The original Olympic sports were like throwing javelins and discuses and like you know traveling great distances and shooting arrows and it's like all exactly putting shot like old war stuff and now we're in the age of bio warfare mm-hmm. so it's true why not have the sports reflect the current current bio warfare tropes of the time mm-hmm. yeah and it's truly is like a uh uh you know who's the strong who's got the strongest immune system in the world i'm i'm less concerned about like go. physical strengths yeah. anymore in, in this bio warfare kind of yeah. uh, environment we live in I don't mean bio warfare, <laughs> but uh, you know what? what why don't we just um, stick you, all the athletes? We just get like some of the most like you know hardy looking athletes, ruddy colored faces, and just stick them with a bunch of different yes. three viruses. Yeah, who survives the yeah. most amount of them? Yeah, the most amount of pain so, and infection. Ha- yeah, yeah. Haru Ozaki, the chairman of the Tokyo Medical Association. Uh, says, are the Olympics an exception after having placed a burden of anti-infection measures on restaurant operators for so long? Yes, he concluded. Yes, is the answer. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. They are preferred. Uh, they are incredibly, uh, uh, you know, svelte mm-hmm. athletes coming into your town, uh, well, Tokyo. If, if your restaurant was only world. open once every four years, maybe they would be open. Maybe that would be the exception. They're ex- yeah. Yeah, we're not using Olympic That's logic. That's where the international here. money is. They don't care about these small Japanese businesses. Like, move over. No. Yeah, right. Yeah, we have we have Olympians coming in, and they are hungry. <laughs> so, uh, Tokyo is currently under restrictions that limit alcohol consumption to groups of no more than two people for up to 90 minutes between 11 a.m. and 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. at bars and restaurants that are certified is taking proper anti-infection measures. So that's kind of interesting. You can't drink a beer with three so people you and in one Japan. friend. One you and one yeah. friend have to get drunk together before um, the sun starts. Before going the down. Sun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Sounds that's like interesting. Um, at a certified yeah. restaurant too. Um, okay. Well, do you want? I was thinking about too. Is it, in the very early uh, aspect goings on of coronavirus, they were very adamant about still having the Olympics. That was like the last mm-hmm. holdout I remember. Wherever they, the Olympic committee was like, no, we're doing it. We're doing it. And people are like, no, please don't hold the Olympics. Like, this is, please. Stop. Dude. Like, we don't need this right now. And, and, and again, as I said last week, it's kind of the, the, you know, competition of nationalisms. Like who can, who's the stronger mm-hmm. country here in a time where we're trying to come together as uh, international global right. citizens. So this should be a very interesting Olympics coming up. Um, So organizing chief Seiko Hashimoto said Monday that alcohol sales were being considered, but only on the condition that drinkers refrain from congregating or shouting at the (laughs) venues. That sounds like it would be a difficult thing to also Giving people a bunch of Yeah, there was also... Not hoot. Yeah. Yeah, at a sporting event too. Uh, there was also criticism that the decision to sell alcohol was motivated by commercial oh, no interests. Yes, motivated by commercial uh, interests. Oh, I wonder. Yeah, the Olympics yeah. sponsored by Nike, uh, specifically those of Olympic sponsors such as Asahi Hell Group yeah. Holdings. Uh, Great just a uh, yeah. We I yeah. I consume. We, Asahi. By the way, I this week's it. episode uh, is brought to you by Asahi. Beer, yeah, malt we do have yeah. to disclose that we have a long-standing financial relationship with Asahi Group Holdings, and um, <laughs> thank we you. Can't really comment further yes. on the company itself. Uh, yeah, but we support them in anything that they do, and I hope that they are doing well and staying uh, above and ground financially. A lot of beer um, at the Tokyo Stadium, exactly. So they had the exclusive rights to sell the beer at the games, and now I guess they're upset. Organizers announced on Monday that the number of domestic spectators at all Olympic events would be limited to 50% of the venue capacity, up to a maximum of 10,000 people. Overseas spectators have already been banned. A decision on the attendance at the Paralympics will be made on hmm, July See, that 16th. seems like a little unfair for the other competitors, like the other nations. Yeah, it's the like Japanese. Look into the stadium and yeah. it's only Japanese people and they're all just like, well, we don't really, there's not, they're not going to be cheering for you. Yeah, the home no court doubt. advantage right. is going to be extreme this Olympics. Extreme, yeah. Yeah, so this is, this is all kind of weird, but as we said, we reported on this story last week as it was more of a condom story. Um, it, but they go on, so this is where they, uh, that we, we, we picked up on last week's story. Um, the organizers announced that they would not be distributing condoms to athletes, um, which has been the practice since 1988 because of uh, uh, HIV AIDS awareness. And um, so they're, they're kind of making a lot of reversals here. Uh, I, I can't wait until uh, next Tuesday. They're going to say that uh, the 400 meter race will actually be going the <laughs> other way. Nice. Uh, they're reversals. going to reverse that as well i think that um, this is going to be the most tightly wound olympic games in the modern history even more so maybe than the 1940 whatever six right right <laughs> 36 yeah uh, yeah no booze yeah. and no condoms. no booze no sex all the athletes are going to be like on edge they haven't like had any they're like all yep. stressed out mm-hmm. there's a virus they don't want to be all yeah of the Stadium is going to be filled with extremely sober, non-hooting or hollering Japanese people <laughs> yeah. watching si- silently. Yeah, exactly. No shouting. 
It, it's all it's all nuts. Yeah, I think um, one another decision that they should reverse is they should snuff out the Olympic flame. <laughs> we're, we're done with the flame. It's, it's all gone now. Um, yeah, this is it's going to be a weird fucking Olympics. I think we're, we are going to be on the Olympic beat. You never know. There may be a special episode of uh, oh, Blue yeah. Man Group Olympic Edition oh, yeah. uh, where we go into some of the more. Uh, interesting aspects of this Olympics that we haven't already discussed, <laughs> like no drinking, no sex, There's no probably condoms. Other interesting uh, going on. It's hard to imagine the sex and the beer stuff being, you know, topped, but I'm sure there's other more sensational stories. Mm hmm. Yeah, so uh, keep keep your ears peeled for that. That will be brought to you by Asahi Group Holdings, uh, the uh, official beer sponsor of the Tokyo Olympics. So... We'll see you in Tokyo and uh, put and a condom you on. Bring your own you condoms. There. Asahi, let's share the. Yeah, ocean. bring. Yeah, that, that's it. Let's share the. <laughs> the let's share the emotion. <laughs> All right, John, uh, what do you got going on over there at the uh, coffee, coffee desk? desk? Hey, just finishing up a cup of joe right now. Uh, well, we have an interesting story here from one of our favorite uh, affiliates, themilitarytimes.com. <laughs> Goodbye, mm -hmm. coffee. Service members might soon be fueled by a jolt to the brain. What? Excuse me? Is that shock yeah, therapy? This is a story <laughs> from three days ago. Um, and a new okay. study says there might be an alternative to sleep deprivation remedies besides caffeine. Um, I myself got a terrible night of sleep, as Ron pointed out at the, the head of the show, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. because I have a pregnant wife and a cat, and they sleep in the bed, and they're both getting bigger. <laughs> um, That's so funny, though, just as a total aside, that you're, you're, you're in the bed with three other living beings. So you need a jolt in the morning yeah. uh, more than anybody, really. Yeah, I need to get someone to tap into my cere cerebellum and just shock it with something mm -hmm. to wake it up. Uh, Joe, Mud, Java. There are many names for the steamy brown sludge robotically oh. poured mugs adorned with clever caffeine-centric quotes. That's a really colorful lead-in for the Military Times. Yeah. For Military Times, I know. They, they hired a creative yeah. writer. Uh, but now, thanks like. to a study performed by the Air Force Research Lab, coffee will perhaps someday be replaced, dot, 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 wait for it, with a jolt to the brain. Whoa, Forty active-duty military God. personnel from Wright-Patterson Air Force Base participated in the study, uh, funded by NASA, in an attempt to analyze the efficacy of transcutaneous cervical vagus nerve stimulation in treating migraines and the impacts of sleeplessness. Um, I okay. When they say uh, funded by NASA, I just imagine a guy with like crazy hair and like uh, two two like jumper cables from a yeah. pickup truck just like chasing yeah. <laughs> you like that's the funding well, gonna, by nasa that guy bolts into your neck to have like the positive and the negative terminal and they just latch on like frankenstein <laughs> exactly yeah. uh one possible way to enhance alertness could be by and this is a quote from the study and in non in parentheses non-invasively stimulating an area of the brain oh, called the locus coriolis to do so, the huh. study looked at how a non-invasive electrical neuromodulation device, this is very jargony, uh, which has also been used to treat yeah. drug-resistant epilepsy and depression, could influence the military's exhaustion-fueled abuse of energy drinks and coffee. <laughs> 
So the abuse of energy nice. drinks in the military is like a serious enough problem that they're having to devote scientific research to these alternatives. Yeah, exactly. I like that they're like peeling money off the NASA budget to to fund these insane studies. It's like, yeah, I agree with that too. It's like I thought we were supposed to go to space. It's like, and then again, it's that guy with the jumper cables yeah. just chasing you. He's like, uh, no, we give all the money it's to him now. Like a a circular desk being like we're spending like twenty thousand dollars on energy drinks and it's yeah like for the mess halls it's like could we maybe peel 1.4 billion dollars off the nasa budget to fund a study yeah in this yeah uh, so th this is non-invasive i guess it's like a helmet that they want people to be wearing yeah uh in the military i don't think it's like a always helmet on kind of thing this is probably like you go to the go to the nurse's office and they put this little helmet on you and uh all of a sudden you're you're a killing machine <laughs> for 24 more hours i like to imagine that um they say this study will you know uh be non-invasive and everything but it's like our servicemen are too sleepy so we're going to be putting the matrix hole in your neck yeah, <laughs> we're, gonna putting, we're gonna be pumping twenty thousand volts into you. Yeah, so that you can do like forty-eight yeah. hour, uh, you know, deep missions into enemy territory and be, yeah. you know, perfectly alert yeah. and in a positive mood the whole time. Fatigue is a serious <laughs> yeah, exactly. and unavoidable problem for many professions, such as medicine, transportation, and the military. Reads the study. In general, it is a serious public health risk. Fatigue induced by sustained wakefulness can cause slower reaction times, a reduced ability to multitask, and increases in lapses of attention that can lead to costly and even deadly mistakes. This is so funny. And this, like, do they know about yeah. sleep? <laughs> like, this is the big thing. It's like, just let do, them go to why? bed. <laughs> <laughs> stop playing just get stop it. playing taps Let's on the horn at 5 a.m yeah exactly just <laughs> yeah like just the whole situation in. is let fucked. these people rest they're just putting like nasa money into how to keep people alive forever and or how to keep them awake it's like uh what what about, what about pillows have we thought about pillows yeah. have we thought about some rest and relaxation eight hours of quiet <laughs> silence <laughs> um but anyway to deal with sustained oh wakefulness more than service members I don't know. I guess yeah, like uh, everybody. everybody. Um, yeah, the treatment yeah, yeah. cervical. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say the treatment only takes six minutes per stimulation dose. So you put on the helmet, zap yourself for six minutes, mm -hmm. and then you're more awake, aroused, attentive, and um, an improved mood as well as a as a feature. Yeah. Oh so my we delivered God. the the shock through a handheld neurostimulation device, um, originally approved to treat headaches. The device passes a non-invasive electrical current pulsed at 25 hertz through the skin to the nerve via two electrodes placed over the neck, like Frankenstein. Yeah. It only takes yeah. six minutes per stimulation dose, the study reads. Yeah. And then the article goes on to say, which sounds much more simple than all the rigmarole associated with making a cup of coffee. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> to be shocked awake no. sounds less complicated than making yeah. coffee, something that's like 5,000 years old. Insane. Yeah, uh, the therapy be... the study concluded is said to increase wakefulness, attention, and arousal. And yeah, I know. So, periods of is sexual arousal a byproduct of this? I hope. I am. So. For hope me, so, it yeah. is. Right now, yeah. it is. Did, John's telling me all this, and I think it's. Ron, I'm, I'm. Yeah, Ron very is back excited. over at the uh, the condom desk from our last story. He's just sticking. There's an uh, uncovered uh, light switch. And he's sticking his finger in there, and he's just trying to see if he can get. I know. Yeah, get a little aroused, but yeah, I, I need get a some, little action. I need a shot. The thing to finally uh, replace Starbucks will be 
on every corner a store where you just go and put on the helmet for six minutes and mm-hmm. get your zap. Mm-hmm. Or it'll just be Starbucks and, and you order, you know, a Jolt Cola or whatever. But instead of whatever it is, it's just a, a D battery that you lick the inside two terminals. Yeah. <laughs> Which I encourage our listeners yeah, if you've to never try. Done that, it's very at least. cool. You uh, it yeah, it's uh, my my older sister used to make me do it when I was about five. So it's something that you should uh, consider. Just licking a D battery. Take one out of your uh, smoke detector and lick hurt. it, and then put it back. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Well, John, this is really interesting, and I I appreciate uh, you reporting on this. Now, one of the aspects that we didn't tell you about is we are going to send you off to NASA. And you are going to be getting a space jolt to your head. Um, and we are going to fix some of your sleep problems. Uh, as in, you will be awaked, as we call it, uh, sustained wakefulness for probably about 48 uh, hours okay, right. at a time. So thanks very Thank much you. for I reporting on that. I can't wait to become a robotic killing machine. That's right. And we will make John just that. Uh, hey, Dev, I see you over there That's waving. Right. Uh you're waving at me because you're trying to get me to come over to your desk. Yeah, so I'm um, trying to get you to come over, but you're so far away. I'm all alone here. I'm here at the uh, the loneliness desk, actually. It's um, it's a tough oh. desk to be at sometimes. I'm sorry, Dev. Um, but sorry. you know we have to report the news, and sure. um, I do have a <laughs> I do have chair. a story about loneliness and about rejection, heartbreak, uh, emotional pain. The headline. From the New York Post. Mom, heartbroken after 22 no-shows at son's sixth birthday party. Um, so Aww. we've got, yeah, this is, a, this is a pretty heavy story. A mom broke hearts on TikTok when she shared the devastating news that her son was all alone during his own birthday party when, quote, literally zero people showed up. <laughs> in the video on tiktok user no. donners 86 said all 22 kids invited to jj's sixth birthday party were no shows <laughs> she JJ. also shared heartbreaking details that her son was left playing in the park by himself with decorations and cupcakes set up for the party um so this is uh, straight from the loneliness desk um we report- my favorite thing about yeah. the loneliness desk i wasn't sure if it was going to be worth it but we had to hire some electricians to install one like hanging light bulb over it to have like a yeah. single sad Just spotlight swings. yeah yeah it but you know it's really adding to the ambiance of the story yeah so the mom explained that covid19 restrictions had been lifted in her area and that the party was hosted outdoors to ensure safety but nobody from jj's class showed uh, Ron, were you invited to JJ's sixth birthday bash? Yeah. Uh, yeah, what I was happened? actually. <laughs> there's no way I'm. There's no way Why I'm not? Yeah, I didn't want to make it. I don't go to six well, birthdays. Come on. I, I mean, I hate to speak ill. I of think. The I think boy. JJ's He's really annoying. annoying. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. He's super, He's annoying. super annoying. He <laughs> is constantly interrupting class. Yeah. He always thinks he has a funny joke, and it's really annoying. And he's doing gross stuff all the time. So. I showed up, JJ. but I peeked around the corner and I saw that there was nobody there, and so I just left because nice. it was awkward. You, yeah. you don't want to be the Get only smart. one. Yeah. Yeah, be like, uh, happy birthday, JJ. JJ. Would <laughs> to you for the rest of the semester like you guys are best friends. It would be super awkward. Mm-hmm. So the mom says, so we're sitting at the park for JJ's birthday party. We got everything ready. His party started half an hour ago. He had literally zero people show up for his birthday. My poor little man. In the video's caption, JJ's mom wrote... <laughs> Sorry, the video is shaky, dot, dot, dot. I am so upset for this poor guy. He deserves better. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but since posting the video on June 20th, it has amassed more than 543,000 likes and more than 20,000 comments Yay. with many viewers sending birthday wishes and similar situations that happened to them or their children and offering to send JJ gifts. Wow, Guild of the Lonely over uh, here. However, yeah. the mother has refused the gift, saying that they, what? the offers are, quote, greatly appreciated, no. but asking that they instead be sent to children's hospitals. She also uh, insisted right, that right, JJ right. Yes, wanted yes, to yes. spend time with friends, not receive gifts, but that the, quote, outreach has that's, been phenomenal. That's 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 a lie. JJ, 100% I love the idea gifts. that there's 20,000, like, children's hospital administration staff members now with, like, new toys that they're playing with. That all have, like, JJ engraved <laughs> in them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, but I also like the idea that, like, 543,000 likes and 20,000 20, comments. You show that to JJ, he's like, Yeah, okay. where are they? Like, nobody came to my, yeah, nobody came to JJ, my party. JJ Who gives received 20,000 RSVPs, but no one showed up to his next yeah. party. <laughs> um, he's uh, even lonelier now. The article goes on to say, she later went live on TikTok, hosting a virtual birthday party for JJ, where almost 30,000 viewers joined at some point. At some point. <laughs> Not all at the same time. So, yeah, no. so they had 30,000 viewers join him on his birthday, which is even better, really, than a few friends, if you think about it. It's, yeah, it is unclear how many of the viewers were there to see how pathetic it was. Oh yeah, um, which uh, we we can't say one way or the other. But uh, yeah. although right. JJ and his mom were in better spirits after all the support, that isn't always the case. In 2018, uh, an Arizona mom shared a photo of her son sitting alone next to a partially eaten pizza when none of his 32 guests oh. showed up to his sixth birthday party. The photo went viral, but Syl Mazzini later claimed that she regretted sharing the photo of her son. Honestly, I would love to yeah, go back in yeah. time and not have sent that message, Mazzini said. We don't want all the attention. We didn't do this for attention or for gifts or anything. I did it in the moment, but I wasn't smart. I was upset. That's it. Um, oh, stop yeah. posting, everybody. <laughs> I, I, I say that as myself, too. Because he's all alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, look stop, at this stop poor, trying little, to like sad, little pathetic guy. Yeah, the fact that okay, so imagine we were we actually had newspapers, mm -hmm. right? And and you're just like reading through the news, and then you come across all these like how many people were at a kid's birthday party announcements. It's like what the fuck? Why is this in the yeah, news? It's crazy that it's right next to the obit section. It's like who died this week? Who <laughs> didn't show up to kids' birthday parties who, this week? Who like wanted to die <laughs> this week? Birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JJ wanted to, yeah. Um, but uh, so that's the story that I've got for you from the loneliness desk. I think I've got to switch desks here because I'm starting uh, to feel a little... Why don't you stay over there? No. Oh, stay over at oh, the come loneliness. On, come on. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, well, no, come on, uh, come on over, but just stay, stay, just stay away. We'll come, we'll come, come on over, over there but later. stay away. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll I'll, be over there waiting. Later. Yeah, we got Sit some tight, things bud. to... Text me. Yeah, we'll, we'll be okay. there, we'll be there. All right. Well, uh, hey, that was um, the the chunkiest part of the, the show. Part. That is what's the in the news the now. We like to focus on you know one person. Yeah, that that was the thick part. Yeah, we like to focus on one person and just kind of uh, go in and and uh, you know highlight their capabilities or what makes them special. And that's where we're at now for our new segment. The nude, the nude sunbathers, sunbathers, sunbathers of the week. Of the week. 
There were so many nude said mailers to comb through this week. Yeah, but this, yeah, this is a I great know. story. Well, ending on a high note, I think. Ending on a note of absolutely of mystery and magic, and it was levity. definitely worth it when uh, Ron had us look through all of the photos of the na- the nude said mailers and their genitalia close up, so we could yeah you know, judge and rank them based on who's going to win this week's coveted prize. Yeah. Yeah, it will just it just <clears throat> helps me to be honest. It, it just helps me kind of rank and because I've you know I, I look at them and I say like ah they're all so great and I have a tough time deciding which one is uh, mm-hmm. top tier and which is not because I'm so accepting. <laughs> That's like one of my downfalls um, is uh, that I'm just so accepting. Um, I'm really easy to work with too, which I think is something great about okay so let's go into the uh headline here police rescue spooked nude sunbathers from australian forest i didn't know australia had i've heard some things well i was gonna say i know about one australian forest belengalo oh yes that i do not want to be caught sunbathing nude in because a lot of people died there but uh um shout out to all of our uh australian listeners listeners. we love you (laughs) but fortunately Um, nobody died in this story (laughs) that's right there was a happy ending dev dev do you want to take Uh, us yeah so police have fined two men who had to be rescued from an australian forest after they were startled by a deer while nude sunbathing on a beach and became lost the men called for help (laughs) what The men called for help about 6 p.m. Sunday after they became lost in the Royal National Park south of Sydney, a police statement said Monday. Uh, Police Commissioner Mick Fuller told the reporters, unbelievably, we saw two men sunbathing, uh, sunbaking, he said actually, naked on a beach on the south coast. They were startled by a deer, ran into the national park, and got lost. Okay, I was going to say, I think I said this to you earlier, but this, this story has really big, like, took mushrooms and got scared vibes. Yeah, there's some yeah. some psychoactive substance maybe at play, or or like it doesn't. I don't think. Oh, okay, no, that does give their ages. But I was gonna say this is like when you're 17 and it's like uh, I'm with my friend and we're uh, we got startled by a deer, so we ran into the. Uh, we were naked, by the way, and we got we ran into the it's forest. Also like of all the animals to be startled by, the deer is famed for being easily startled itself yeah like it's one of first that situation is madness one of the least dangerous yeah. animals to encounter in the woods yeah completely mm-hmm. harmless uh the Unless rescue you're a pine cone or some berries that's the right. only the only you should be afraid of <laughs> yeah deer. the rescue involved police aircraft the state emergency service and ambulance officers <laughs> So a lot of tax dollars were spent this. on saving these yeah, guys. I love when I love when the system yeah. works. <laughs> uh, the men aged thirty and forty nine, respectively, were fined one thousand Australian dollars each for breaching a stay home pandemic order that restricted them to Sydney police. Oh, uh, come on! I like um, that it gives you the U.S. price, which I'm not here to make fun or make light of Australia or its economy, but a thousand Australian dollars is only like seven hundred fifty dollars U.S. Yeah, pathetic. Dollar reduce. Yeah, we we don't have to make fun of their dollar um, do. The younger uh, man was found naked and carrying a backpack, while the older man was partially clothed. The police statement said, and Fuller described the pair as quote idiots. <laughs> idiots, that's so good. That's great. Yeah, police commissioners Mick Fuller. That guy sounds like a a, a barrel of laughs. He's like these idiots. Yeah, these naked Isn't idiots. Isn't it also funny that um, they were frightened by a deer in 
retreated into the Australian forest where you will probably find like wolverines, giant monster spiders, crazy snakes. Oh, yeah. Every other animal in the natural wildlife section of that forest is like 30,000 times more dangerous than the deer. Why don't they just go into the water? Yeah, Yeah, true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the deer's not going to go. Well, it's winter time there. So it's it's a uh, it's very cold. The temperature range on Sunday at Otford, the town nearest to where the men were lost, was three degrees Celsius, which is thirty degree thirty seven degrees so Fahrenheit to nineteen degrees sixty six Fahrenheit. Yeah, that is okay. They got baked up by the sun. Were they really sunbathing? No, hey, of course not. They what were trying think, to. What were they doing? They were why, trying to. Why were they naked then? <laughs> Why would they be naked on a beach if they I weren't can't. sunbaking? <laughs> I can't even say it. I don't know. I, can't I mean, even say it. A man, two men. F- the deer, John. They were scared by two a men deer. Four, age 49 and, and 30. you explain this to me. Yeah. Two men age 49 and 30 naked on the beach in an isolated area uh, in the in winter. The winter. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> These idiots. They're <laughs> such idiots. <laughs> Um, yeah, idiotic move. So the pair were among 44 people fined by police on Sunday for breaching a public health order. Um, that's with regards to COVID-19, not being naked in the woods. Which is not a health Um, risk. Yeah, not a health risk. After Sydney began a two-week lockdown on Friday due to a new COVID-19 cluster. So these bad lads are out there getting naked, just hanging out in the forest. Uh, I don't think we have a picture of them. We don't have any names either. I wish I we know. did. I wish we could see. Well, we saw pictures. Uh, I wish see we could a lot see more about the story. Yeah, everything. we saw pictures, but nothing yeah. we can share. Uh, right, because it's a radio right. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, yeah, you've got those <laughs> pictures. Okay. Um, well, yeah. So. If you're if you're an idiot sun baking in the uh, Australian uh, central whatever you're doing, just like I don't know, figure out. something out. Just yeah, cut it out. It's fine. Like, it's not. Don't be an idiot. Yeah, it's just a deer. Yeah, just chill yeah, out. Just it's a fine. deer. Here, come closer to the beach. Settle in. Yeah, come over here. <laughs> All right, everybody, uh, that was the Nude Sun Bakers of the Week. Now, as we do on this, uh, on this here show, is we like to go through last week's numbers. And as you know, last week, we looked into last week's, last week's numbers yeah. this week. This is this uh, week. people don't realize because we never said it, but this, we're all together at the abacus desk. Mm, yeah this is where we the, uh, sit the who desk, desk? The abacus, abacus desk. yes and it's difficult to put your coffee yes. and stuff down because there's all these sliding beads on the surface wait yeah, john i'm seeing so. some very good news <gasps> wait what's our this week's number what's going huge. on this is huge we are up 52 percent over the previous 14 Ooh, yeah. days and we have blasted past 4,000 all-time downloads. Flock has returned. With 4,053. Over 4,000. So, ultra-thin condoms. Yep, last episode, 37 ultra-thin condoms and sea mucus cleanup did very well. 90 first-week listens, which is big. Yeah, we need to keep keep loading the titles with the weirdest, most perverted stuff in the episode. 
for these for these That's fine true. sickos. I should do that for our sicko listeners. Um, yeah, this is a good week. Uh, last seven days, 177. Last 30 days, 594, which I do like. That's a that's nice a good number. There's something good number, number that's very to have. I know Maybe it does look five nice. Five and four is nine. Um, and nine is 99. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sorry, I'm, okay. I had yeah. too much coffee at the job desk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm just very happy about that blasting past 4,000. That was something that I really, well, really so this wanted was a short to do. Week I talked. Uh, like from the last episode, for us checking the numbers. Yeah, that's true. There so were we'll, even yeah, more, even more than we see here. Yeah. So even yeah, if we if we uh, you know let this ride out uh, a little bit longer, um, you know we'll be sitting pretty. But listen to this: we we ducked below 10 percent from our Canadian listeners. We're at 9.43%. That's a good and a bad thing. Uh, we want, Canadian, we want yeah. Canadian listeners, but we want a broad and diverse audience. So, Yes, true. Exactly. But the thing that happened was some of that percentage went to Australia, who, who we, uh, we've been urging Australians to stay out of the forest yes. naked. So that is going to be interesting to see how Australian listeners... Yeah, uh, react hopefully to we that. have a, a measured impact on the safety statistics of the South Sydney Forest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. And uh, United Kingdom coming in at fourth, uh, as, as they do. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Argentina, mm-hmm. interesting. Ava Perón, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a birthplace of Che Guevara. Mm-hmm. Um, Death place. Uh, who of, else? Well, yeah, it's a wonderful, but complicated yeah. uh, country. So, well, are we? Yeah, so interesting we're gonna rank place. now. So, our our listener nation of the week is Australia. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it is definitely. That's where the most growth I'm, I'm seeing. It's interesting that Argentina and Austria are uh, mm-hmm. tied uh, for the percentage of listeners. Maybe they can duke it out next um, week, and we'll see who yeah takes the top spot we're having our own olympics between the nation listeners of the of the blue men group universe mm-hmm. that's right and uh and i call chairman I, I, of the I'm ioc just... okay i'm <laughs> vice chairman I had to get that all right tonight. john nice john is the chairman of the ioc i am the olympic flame <laughs> devin is the guy who tests everybody's pee for drugs <laughs> um thank you very much everybody for listening and we encourage you to share uh, like, comment, all that kind of stuff. But seriously, if you are on Apple Podcasts, please do subscribe and give us a five star. And if you're so inclined, uh, please write something funny. It would help. It actually does help and uh, populates our subscriber base that shows more people our mm-hmm. podcast. And I really appreciate that uh, you are listening. And I appreciate Devin for the work that he does on the podcast. This is the serious portion now. And uh, I appreciate John for his uh, patience and um, bad sleep and habits. being late all the time. Um, <laughs> Remember when we used to like uh, be mad at one person secretly for being late? Yeah. Yeah. Those days are back. past that us now. A lot. The iciness back. Mm. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. And we will see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>